Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participation restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to Talk of the Tune, a Newcastle United podcast. My name is Will, and as usual, I'm joined by my good pals and co-hosts, Hodgie and Grey. Yari, lads. Hello, pal. How you doing? I'm very well, thanks, mate. How are you, Grey? Very good. How's your day been? Yeah, not too bad. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. I went bored with all the, the work details, but no, it's been, been all right. Excited for now. <laughs> oh, that's good. Looking forward to this then. Uh, Hodgie, how's your day been, Mare? Not bad, but no one knows what Gray does. He's like Chandler. No one <laughs> so actually knows true. what he does for work, but he just manages to get paid. And he suspiciously <laughs> always leaves jobs after about 18 months as well. It's just as <laughs> cotton on that I don't do anything. It's yeah. like, uh, or you're yeah. running yeah. from something. Who knows? No wonder. I can't say that because my boss listens actually, so I, I shouldn't say that because he might start an investigation. Hello, Gray's boss. <laughs> thanks for listening uh, on the topic of listens actually big milestone for us this week boys in our latest episode we topped 8,000 total listens which is huge news for us I should say caveat that with us but yes back to the topic so we topped 8,000 total listens since we started this podcast god knows how long ago how many episodes have we done it started in COVID didn't it so yeah it's been before that was it Oh, was it? Was it cool? I can't remember. Long, long, long time ago now. I can't believe we've actually stuck with it. You know, I can't believe the listeners have stuck with us, mind you. Fuck me. <laughs> the 8,000 listens. Gray's got a very special thank you to say, Gray. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you very much, everyone. We really appreciate it. Really brings a tear to the fucking eye, doesn't it? <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that's great. So again, another or continued thank you for, for all of your support and listening in. If you do want to listen back to all of our podcasts, you can find them all on all major podcasting platforms. Segway, thank you. Uh, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Acast. would really appreciate it if you give us a follow. And potentially, if you feel super generous, a five-star rating or review. You can find our podcast on Twitter at T-O-T-T Podcast, on Instagram at T-O-T-T underscore podcast, and on Facebook by search for Talk To Me Podcast. Thanks very much and all that, like. Please tell your mates. Tell your mates, tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone. Tell your ma. You just tell people on the street, don't you, Hodge? I have put stickers about where I live. <laughs> And then some fucking Sunderland bastard has been covering up. No way. With their own fucking stickers, so I've been pulling them off and chucking them in the bin, the fuckers. Stickers is all, all out sticker wars in Jasmine at the minute. I tell you, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not. And Hodge started it all, who knew? Are they like Sunderland podcast stickers or just random Sunderland stickers? No, they're just like random Sunderland stickers. You need to stake out that lamppost, I reckon. I, I, know, where that, I know which one lamppost is because I've done it twice. <laughs> And I had to re-stick out over one of them because I couldn't get the <laughs> fucker off. I hang around with Ozzy and you'll see me on our own. <laughs> I can't believe you've got an ongoing sticker war with some random Sunderland van. This is surreal. <laughs> so good. I might blog it. <laughs> <laughs> the sticker chronicles, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> 
tune in next week for the Sticker Chronicles Part 2. The best thing is, he's kept this curtly quiet from being great. <laughs> we had no idea. That's, so good. That's mad. Right, icebreaker question. Let's hope you've not been looking at socials today, because I've got another on this day. So oh, we are God. recording on the 8th of August. Yes, that is the eight months. So the 8th of August, 2023. Gray, let's test your maths this time. Which player did we sign on this day 15 years ago? So I know who this is because I've never seen a social media post before. You keep out of it. You don't get a guess. Hodge, this is down to you, Mara. 15 years ago. Do you know how hard this is? Like 15 years ago on the day? All right, I'll help you out. It was a defender. I presume he still is. Fucking 15 years ago. 2006, Hodge. Um... Shut up. He's got no idea. Colicini, because you like him, that's why you're probably mentioning it. Bang on. Yeah, it is, yeah. Fucking hell, nice one, yeah. Is it? Fuck, fuck you. I right. reckon he just, he just stole so he can fucking frantically flick through Instagram to find it there. No, no, that was honestly a proper good game. Well, if you do say so yourself. <laughs> but obviously was cutting it wrong, didn't it? Yeah, sorry, silly me. Uh, fucking making myself look at twat again. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, Captain Collar was signed on this day 15 years ago, and what a servant he turned out to be after a very ropey start, you'd probably have to say. He turned out to be probably one of the best defenders in the league. Certainly one of the best ball-playing defenders. Made into my five-a-side team, didn't he? He did indeed. Collo is on the mind. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Another ex-captain as well. We had Shearer last time that you both got wrong, then Captain Collo. Right, so we're back and we're recording on a weekday for once. This is all very strange for us, but we thought just before the season starts, we should probably try and get a recording out. We've had lots going on. We've obviously had the inaugural Seller Cup over the weekend, so results against Fiorentina and Villarreal. We've had another signing through the door. Unless you've been living under a rock, you probably know who this is. And we thought we should probably do our season predictions so where Newcastle are going to finish in the league and we'll all see how silly we look at the end of the season as well as a few other bits and certainly looking forward to the Aston Villa game on Saturday a lot to go so let's crack on with it shall we I'm going to start with Hodge on this one actually Hodge so two games this weekend the first ever Seller Cup who knows if there'll be another one (laughs) good competition it looked like all round I think a lot of people thought the tickets were expensive, but it seemed like there was a fairly decent turnout and some decent teams, and we ended up getting a couple of very good results to end pre-season, didn't we? Indeed. 2-0 versus Fiorentina, if you were living under a rock, as well as 4-0 uh, against Villarreal. I think you said you watched the first half of the Fiorentina game, probably one of the best of, of the 45 minutes, really, out of both games. Miggy looked pretty sharp. Gordon was also pretty sharp. He was on the ball having plenty of amount of shots, just northern went in unfortunately. I think one or two good saves and just a couple going wide. And Anderson as well, just running around like a blue arse flyer like he does, which was class. And then the second goal for the Fiorentina game was uh, Isaac Hedda for a trippier corner which I hope we see a lot more of Isaac this year. I've got some high hopes for him this season. I think he's going to absolutely smash it and have a breakout on this one. Even though last season wasn't necessarily a breakout, it was good, did really well, but I think this time we're going to really see and shine, I think. While you're on the topic, I'm going to put a gun to your fucking head. I know we're going to do predictions oh. later, but Isaac, top scorer for Newcastle United this coming season, question mark? <sighs> going to be interesting. Stake a claim, blood. Go on, why not? Fuck it, Ooh, yes. Something you can actually chime in on, Grey. Do you agree with Hodge's assessment, or are you back in probably C. Wilson? to retain his spot as top scorer. 
I mean, I do like a bit of competition, and so I would probably say Wilson. And but I mean, yeah, it will yeah. come down to who can stay fit. I think we've both got twenty goals in them, so it's going to be close. It's going to be entertaining to watch. Mm, very nice problem to have, isn't it? Indeed. Yeah, I'll probably on the balance of things go with. Oh, he's just bottled it. Nearly said something that he bottled it immediately, <laughs> and then made a weird noise. Ah, um, I'm gonna go eeny meeny miny. I'm going to go Isaac as well. I reckon he's got to, uh, nice. yeah, I think it was a head injury this season, last season, wasn't it? Like, not wrong with his fucking legs, like. <laughs> Sorry, Hodge, I interrupted you. Do you want to crack on with the, the Villarreal game? And then 4-0 versus Villarreal. Murphy, after six minutes, with an absolute rifle oh, yeah. shot. I think the ball was slightly cleared to him on the edge of the box, ran in and absolutely smashed a little bit of daylights of it in the back <laughs> of the net. Get in. 1-0 at the start, yeah. And then not a lot happened by the looks of it until about 61 minutes, which is a good little bit of play forward. Good movement inside the box from, I believe it was Wilson to Joe Linton, then over to Barnes. It was indeed. Which was a canny little finish himself. Jay Sevens was probably the pick of the bunch because he had a nice little run all the way through and then absolutely smashed home from the outside of the box with his inside of his foot, which is a fucking brilliant finish. I would like to see more of that this season. Yep. And then... Bonds after 78 minutes to get his second, uh, which is a calm finish off Callum Wilson's cross, which was very well taken as well. A good weekend all around for Newcastle. I think the ladies won as well. Shout out to Bridget Galloway as well. I know a brother. He was singing our praises for the weekend as well. So shout out to the ladies. Indeed. Congratulations to all involved. I mean, rounded up what turned out to be a very successful, I would argue, pre-season grade, doesn't it? I mean, draws against... Villa, Chelsea, win against Gateshead, win against Brighton, and then wins against Fiorentina and Villarreal, very well-known European teams. Yeah, it's been a good challenge. I mean, we're used to playing a load of League One sides <laughs> and... Losing? Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, and losing. But yeah, to be undefeated against our very close and Premier League comparables in the US and what seemed to be a hell of a trip and then yeah to be Fiorentina and Villarreal is just it's great and just built some really good momentum mm. I mean we scored plenty of goals in all of them yeah we may have conceded a few but you know what it's exciting to score goals and just really good to see players like Joel Linton and, and Barnes as well getting on the score sheet and Miggy scoring a few so it's, it only bodes well and just fuels that excitement doesn't it it does indeed I thought it was great to see some actual squad rotation and squad depth. I mean, we had two games in two days and put out two completely different teams against Fiorentina and Villarreal. And they both ended up striding to quite comfortable victories. I mean, obviously you've got sprinklings of all the, the academy lads in there and all the breakout kids and the Miley's and your Andersons who are having great pre-seasons. It was just a good end to pre-season and we look comfortable going into this season for once and not just playing the same shite 11 that's going to lose to all your League One outfits like Gray mentioned before. So obviously you can't get ahead of yourself, but I think given where we've been in the past, this is a very bright outlook, I would say. Isn't it, Gray? Yeah, and just to think you've got three players who missed the weekend as well in Willett, Longstaff and Cher to come back. Very true. I mean, we've been banging on about not having depth, probably are still very short in some areas but like you say to be very competitive over the weekend was yeah just just so good to see and just only fills us with confidence I think. Really exciting to see Harvey Barnes get off the mark as well Hodge. Is this exactly why we signed him? I mean coming in from that left hand side and and comfortably taking first time finishes and and slotting them away? 100% and we've seen him do that 
previously before in the Premier League and I don't see why you can't do it again for our club especially in the Premier League and also hopefully in Europe as well if we can see him there that would be a good asset to to utilise it's really good to see how strong we have been in rotation Mm. and that gives me a bit more confidence for this season with the amount of games that we're going to have to play at least we can really keep the strongest team out there every time as possible which I think is going to be things that people haven't done in the past especially at clubs like you say Leicester who really suffered I think West Ham had a bit of a problem obviously this year as well Mm. from not having that kind of rotational squad and I think the confidence is really there in the club and in the players not necessarily the some of the best players but they what they do is they give it their all when they come and they're very well prepared which I think we have seen how fit our players looked in uh, the US. Yeah it's brilliant and I'm very excited for the season ahead. I'm going to go off the running order off the agenda slightly so hold your fucking horses. ASM has left the building and also vacated his number 10 shirt. Anthony Gordon has stepped up and taken the 10 shirt for Newcastle this season. Obviously not as famous as the number 9, but it's a well-known big shirt. Gray, does Anthony Gordon have a big season ahead for himself? Yeah, I think so. You look at his success in England under-21s and being player of a tournament, and he just seems to be full of confidence. So is he going to be a regular starter? I guess time will tell, but he's certainly going to have a big role to play, whether that be in one of his many newfound positions and just hope he, he manages to find the score sheet more regularly because I think he's missed a couple in pre-season, which we'd probably expect him to score. But I'm certainly very confident that he's going to, uh, to play a, a huge role this year. And yeah, just excited to see the energy and the fight that he's going to bring because no doubt he's going to be well up for it. I totally agree and... They dropped the We Are Newcastle United Amazon trailer today. So I was watching that on the way home and the clip they shared was, it was like Amanda and Murdad and Darren Eels going through the process of the Anthony Gordon signing. So that's obviously going to feature quite heavily in the documentary. So that'll be interesting to see how we actually got that one over the line. Hodge, do you have a point on Gordon? Yeah, I'd like to know if he approached Eddie about potentially taking it or if Eddie and his staff went. Step up. He's kind of proved himself a little bit in the England under-21s and it gives him... I suppose, a target to strive towards as well. I'd really like to know how that panned out and who was part of that decision-making process, actually. Gray's just put his hand up there. I feel like he's going to say the same thing I am, but you go ahead, Gray. I fully reckon Eddie Howe has gone up to him to give him that bit of confidence to say, look, we really back you. Here's a number 10 shirt. Here's an opportunity to go make it your own. And now is the time to probably inspire the kids to go out and work his socks off to make sure he makes his name for that shirt and I mean what is he he's 21 22 so he's got many years ahead of him and he could become a real superstar hopefully for the club and wearing that 10 we've had a world famous number 9 for years and years and the way to that shirt so why not let someone as young as Anthony Gordon try and make a name for himself in the number 10 shirt indeed wasn't actually what I was going to say so that's that's uh, that's embarrassing <laughs> I was just going to say I remember a few years ago when they announced that Gordon was getting the 10 shirt at Everton, but I'm pretty sure that was just a ploy back then to keep him at the club. So he's obviously keen on the on the 10 shirt, and let's hope it's, yeah, as you say, great. It's a, it's a challenge for young Tony Gordon. On the topic of England under-21 stars, another good segue from Willie B there, uh, we've announced a signing today. We've actually timed our, our podcast perfectly, and we're recording on the day of a transfer announcement. Can you fucking believe it, Lake? So, the prodigal son returns, Tino 2.0. We've <laughs> announced the signing of Tino Livramento, right back from Southampton. 
And if the reports are, are anything to believe, or Keith Downey is anyone to believe, apparently we have signed him for thirty-one million pounds with five million quid in performance-related bonuses. But that's another signing. It's more depth. It's probably going to be Kieran Trippier's long-term replacement sorted. So that's one position we really don't have to worry about for the next few years, especially when we've got people like Harrison Ashby out on loan at Swansea as well now. A really good signing overall, I think, in my opinion. Gray, I know you had a major problem last time when I asked you to rate the signing out a 10, but could you just do us a favour and without any back chat, just rate the Tino Livramento signing out a 10? Like a 9? Did I say that last time? <laughs> you did say that last time. Yeah. Right? So what do I mean, are you taking anything into account there or are you just gonna go with nine to make your own life easy? Well, you said no back chat, so nine. 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 <laughs> I wonder what the next one's gonna be rated. Hodge, what about you? Tina Livermento out of ten, what'd you give the signing? Yeah, I've been reading up a little bit more on him. I'm gonna be going for more of an eight, I think, this okay. time around. I've done a bit of <laughs> background checks on the boy. Uh, and he seems to figure out quite a lot of Premier League uh, managers have, have rated him mm. quite well. After 30 games for Southampton, he scored one and assisted two, which for a young lad in a relegation team is not that bad, to be fair. So, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how he kicks on. If he's got the backing of some really high-profile managers, then he must be kind of good. He doesn't strike me as a like-for-like replacement from Kieran Trippier. He seems to be probably more defensively minded whereas with Trippier you're going to have that attacking outlook and based on those numbers you just shared Hodge obviously not the same kind of level of output or goal involvement as say Trips would but I guess you have to take into account the lad's 20 years old but he is highly rated I'm very nervous I don't know what it is can't get the niggling feeling of his ACL out the back of my mind and just when players come with such a big injury in their past it kind of it worries me a little bit Greg do you have a point before we move on? Yeah, I was going to say, he's played 30 games, but we've got to remember that he had 390-odd days out because of this ACL injury. Mm. So, I mean, he's obviously probably was just hitting his stride and then got this nasty injuries. But like you say, I really hope the medical staff have done like thorough due diligence on the injury record and how it's healed. And who knows, maybe putting him through his paces just to make sure it is fully up to strength. But yeah, we wouldn't expect to see him feature straight away. Eddie Howe likes to ease players into his style of play, doesn't he, and what they expect of him. So, I mean, if he can live up to the rigorous of training and the levels of fitness which are demanded of players in Newcastle nowadays, then I'm sure uh, the ACL will, will, will remain good. And I'll just be excited to see how he progresses. And I mean, you say he's not bad attacking. He's got one of the best right-backs in the world, like we said previously, to look upon and to pick his brains. So, yeah, hopefully Trippier can hand over some of his knowledge on the attacking side of the right-back position. Mm, a very good point, Alexander. Uh, cool. Well, I think, yeah, best of luck to Tino. Uh, let's hope we see a lot more of him this season and he can really step up to the plate, especially with some Champions League football to look forward to. Going to go to a quick break now. We can never time this right. It's never like a midpoint break, is it? It's always like a three-quarter of the way through break because that's when I fucking remember about it. Anyway, go to a quick break now and then we'll come back with our season predictions. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Alrighty then, so we're back. And we're back with our predictions. But before we do that, I think we mentioned a few episodes ago we had some news to share. And it's quite exciting news, especially for one special little listener at home. Makes it sound like he's some kind of like make-a-wish kid, doesn't it? <laughs> he asked for this for Christmas off Santa and he's finally getting it. Yeah, well, Santa Blake's all here to save the deer. <laughs> Santa Blake! Let's not make that one stick. So, many of you ardent listeners at home may have heard us talking about good friend of the podcast, Ali. And given that what plans are to record a lot more content this year and chuck out a lot more podcasts, we need a little more help. So we're going to bring on a new co-host and replace Greg. I mean, just bring on a new co-host to join the TOTT team. So our very good friend from home, Ali Fraser, is going to be joining us as a, what would you call him, an alternate? I think you call him a relief co-host, don't you, Hodge? Yep. Uh, so he's going to be joining us so we can mix up the order a little bit and then we can get out as much content as possible. So a massive welcome to Ali. I don't know why we're doing this and being all weird. He's our, one of our best mates and we know him very well. <laughs> But a massive welcome to Ali, and I think we're going to go to Ali now for a very quick hello, and and he's going to kick us off with his season predictions and his predictions against Aston Villa. Take it away, Ali. Hey everyone, it's Ali Fraser. Looking forward to uh, featuring on the podcast this upcoming season, joining Will, Hodgie and Alex Gray. I think in terms of season predictions, where Newcastle United will finish... I think given that last year our expectations were top 10, I'd like to think a, a top a top six finish is achievable, especially with the squad that we have. Not saying that we're going to achieve Champions League again, but, you know, it's certainly miles ahead of where we were a few seasons ago, uh, which, you know, it's great to watch how well we're, we've been performing in the last season and how well I think we're going to do next season. So, yeah, I want to say sixth uh, where we will finish. And then looking at the Champions League, you know, the competition is going to be fierce. We're in part four. But you know what? I think we're going to give it a good go with the players that we have. You know, there's some CL experience in there. Um, so I would like to say we make it out of the group stages and get into the quarters. And I think that's as far as we'll make it. And then looking towards our game against Villa, first game of the season, you know, both teams have strengthened really well. A couple of players at Villa that I would have liked to have seen at Newcastle. But uh, I think I'm going to go with 3-1 to Newcastle United. I'd really like to see Harvey Barnes, Isaac and Wilson on the score sheet. However, lads. Right. The the downside of putting in a recording post-production is you don't have a fucking clue what the guy said. <laughs> so I think what we're going to do is maybe take it in turns to take a reaction and maybe just go whatever that is. So I'll start off by saying, I think that was a shit prediction. And we're really considering having you on this fucking podcast now. Okay. <laughs> sort yourself out. Hodge, do you want to start with yours? Your TOTT career is now 
in in jeopardy, Ali. That was a pathetic review of what the season's going to be in the Villa game. I can't believe you predicted that. That's yeah, mad. Get him. Go on, Gray. <laughs> I suppose, Gray, you have to be the voice of positivity now in case he smashes it. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> no, ruin him. Ruin him. Uh, well, I, I thought I was a controversial one, Ali, but uh, yeah, you, you, you pulled something out of the hat there. Um, I mean, let's hope it comes true. Yeah, I'm just I'm thinking Ooh. he's going to say we win the league best. Uh, probably. I think we've probably got all all bases covered there. Most of them nasty, but uh, I think we've got I mean, all Peter could always cut mine short just in case. <laughs> the real hero of the podcast, <laughs> yeah. Peter Arlison. Anyway, uh, enough of Ali's shite taking up all the airwaves. Let's move on to our full season predictions. So really, I think we're going to be quite straight up and we are going to ask ourselves where we think Newcastle United will finish in this coming season, given that we're going to be playing more games. It's going to be a harder task. And we're going to be in the best competition in the world, arguably. So, Dilla Gray, I don't know if you want to start off with your predictions, maybe, where you think Newcastle are going to finish in the Premier League. And then maybe a supplementary prediction is how far you think we're going to progress in the Champions League. I mean, as nice as it would be to say we're going to finish in the Champions League spots again, I think it's going to be extremely difficult this year, just given the way teams are strengthened around us. And the fact that we're going to have to be travelling to the continent every other week. I'd love to see us clinch fourth place again, but I can see us just falling outside on possibly the final day of the season to finish. Wow, fifth on the final day. All the way. That is what you'd call a good prediction, I think. Let's hope it's not true, but I think it's the, the level of detail he's gone into is good. And then Champions League? I'd love to say we're going to win it, but <laughs> yeah, my heart's saying we will win it, but my brain's kind of saying that we will struggle to get out of the group stages. Interesting. Now, I think you've let yourself down there a little bit, just like Ali, maybe. No. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Who knows what he said. Let's get that right. So fifth in the Premier League, and then not progressing past the group stages in the Champions League. Yeah, it's going to be a shock to the system playing Champions League football this first year. So, yeah, I think it'll be a big ask to, to progress. And we don't even know what the groups are yet. So, this is true. I mean, yeah, I might change that opinion once the groups are drawn. Could get the group of death. I mean, let's not do the Carabao Cup because no one fucking gives a shit about the Carabao Cup anyway. I'm not over that one. <laughs> Except for your finalists. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm over it. It's fine. Monsieur Hodgson, Premier League prediction first, please. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very competitive season this year. I think the race between fourth to seventh for that Champions League spot is going to be tight. I think with the amount of games, I agree with Gray, and I think we're going to probably miss out on automatic qualification unless we win the Champions League. (laughs) But I think sixth is something that I would be happy with come the end of the season. So I'm going to say sixth position for the Prem. Sixth the Prem. And then what is your Champions League prediction? We'll get out of the group stage, get the last 16, and I think we'll probably go out at the last 16. I think we'll probably get a really shit draw against a very strong side, someone like, say, Bayern Munich or Real Madrid, and just get uh, rolled a little bit and reality checked into where we are in our kind of plan. Nice. Okay, so sixth in the Prem, and then last 16 in the Champo Ligo. Nice, okay. Well, ever the voice of positivity and reason on this podcast, I'm going to come straight in, coming in hot, 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 with fourth in the Premiership. I think we're going to stay where we are, like. I think we have strengthened our team considerably, and I do believe we will bring in more players before the the window closes. We got fourth place with the squad we had last season, and I think we've strengthened, so 
I'd like to think that we've kept up with the speed at least to be able to maintain that. Can we relook at this in January when oh, we've absolutely. had another transfer window <laughs> yes. as well, please? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll have to keep a track on how we're doing. So I'm going to go fourth in the Prem and the Champions League. I'm going to be even more ambitious and I'm going to go for fuck it because I'd love to see it at least the quarterfinals. I think a lot Ooh. of teams can get quite lucky and fortunate with their draws and their groups. And I'm hoping that we can be one of them and get like a rogue fucking French team or something and just bulldoze them. So I'm going to go fourth in the Prem and then quarterfinals in the Champions League. That's Hodgie, write those down, lad. The archiver. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Secretary. Yeah. <laughs> well, our minute man, he's taking all the minutes. In this. So we, you know, we type up all the minutes of these. Great. Okay. So that's Premier League and Champions League predictions. I think we probably look to the more pressing game at hand, which is Aston Villa. The season kicks off on Saturday. So is it Saturday, the 12th of August? We kick off with our first game of the season against Aston Villa, who have really strengthened their squad and spent a lot of money this transfer window, bringing the likes of Pau Torres, a great centre-half, Moussa Diaby, who obviously we were supposedly interested in over the summer, looks like a great talent, and Yuri Tielemans on a free. I mean, they've definitely strengthened their squad and taken them to the next level. They're going to be pushing for that 4-7th to seventh place, as Hodge says. It's going to be a tough game, isn't it, Gray? Yeah, hugely tough. And I mean, top manager who we were also linked with, uh, Unai Emery. So we did draw 3-3 in the States, didn't we, against mm-hmm. them. So, and that was a bit of a thriller. They could come back from, from us. But I'd like to think our defence may be a little bit more organised this time around. But I'm going to back us to score as many goals again and say we're going to win 3-1. You love to see it. 3-1 opening day at home against Aston Villa. Woof. Remember, we've got to pick up where we left off. We've got to put a pound against our uh, predictions. Oh, yeah. Remember that. And then, Monsieur Hodgson, 3-1 Gray says, what are your thoughts ahead of Villa on Saturday? I think the trend might continue, uh, and I'm going to call a draw, and it's going to be 1-1. And I believe... uh, Ollie Watkins is going to be the scorer for them against us because he loves to have a fucking good game against us, doesn't he? Yeah, scorer for us? Uh, Miggy. I you. Bet you never thought that would come out of my mouth. Yeah, I absolutely did not. No, I'm quite taken aback, actually, leg. Okay, so 1-1 against Villa on the opening day of the season. Get ready to put your bet on. What am I going to say? Yeah, it's going to be a really tough game. As Grace says, good manager. They've strengthened a lot. Ollie Watkins likes scoring against us. But... We are fucking mint. We are in the Champions League. We're a Champions League team. We've got Harvey Barnes now on that left-hand side. Who knows what we've got ahead of us, but I'm going to plump for 2-0 to the tune. And I do think that Harvey Barnes will score on his home debut. Clean sheet there. I, like I hope so. Um, we did have the joint best defence in the Premier League last season. So let's hope we can continue that. Right, so there we go. I think bets will be placed as soon as this podcast is finished recording and we'll see how we get on. Before we go, Hodge, would you just like to spend a couple of seconds plugging our fantasy football league so you play? No worries. Uh, we've got quite a few more names now, actually. I think we've got up to about 16 movies. Well, look at us go. And I finally joined. Oh, have you joined? Have you? Fantastic. <laughs> Kick you out. <laughs> you can find our fantasy on the Barclays Premier League official one, not the Sun or any other ones like that. It is the actual fantasy Premier League one. The code is 7, lowercase t, lowercase o, lowercase u, lowercase a, and then 8 at the end. Is there a prize? I don't know. Probably glory. If you can beat my last to shut her up this season, that'd be fantastic. 
I don't know if it's gone up a little bit since you mentioned Hodge, but we're up to 20 people in the Fantasy Premier League. 20, is it? Whoa. We've now got a full Premier League well. allotment there, 20 teams. Who knew? Thanks, everyone that's joined. Tell your mates, tell your pals, tell your friends. We'd love to see more in the league. I do like the name, just going to put this out there, that Alma Ronald McDonald. Um, that's a oh, fucking that great team name, by the way. I've not seen that one. Uh, there's some of the classics in there. Payne and Diaz. Botman Returns. What else have we got on there? What's Gray's shit on this year? PK Blinders. Yeah, that's okay. It's been the same one for five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hodge, what have you gone for? I'm trying to find you. Bain and Diaz. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was you. Lol. I was, I was looking at the actual names. <laughs> oh, quite a political one from James's brother, Patrick. He's gone for Rishi's to- Tax Dodgers. It's not very catchy, <laughs> is it? It's not a political podcast. Is Kunner's getting back in this year? Because he finished second last mm, year. Who knows? With him and all his, all his fucking spreadsheets. Yeah, man, he takes it. He's like Rain Man for fucking Fantasy Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't win though, did he? <laughs> uh, right, I think that sums us up for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening and can't believe it. The season is upon us. The next time we're speaking to you, we will have opened our account, hopefully, and the season will have begun. Thanks all very much for listening and we will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Come on, a bit more vigour. Bye! Go on, Gray. Bye. Oh, isn't that wrong? Oh, me lads, you should have seen us coming. Passing the books along the road. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.